Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. If any of you listening to me are as old as I am, you probably remember back in the 50s, we had been hearing about the war in Korea, but we didn't know really what that was. We had heard about World War I and World War II, but those were far removed from us. And our parents who had lived through them, perhaps, or even our grandparents didn't really want to bother us with all of that. And then came the duck and cover routine. For some of you, and I know I was one of those, we would practice getting under our desks and holding our hands over our heads as if that was going to keep us from nuclear war or from bombs dropping on our schools or whatever that was for. I don't know. Even the old tornado drills that we used to do, even through the time that I was teaching, I never had a tornado occur in the schools where I either went to school or where I taught for all of those 40 years, so I never experienced anything that actually hit home until there were things where my husband and I would be in events. I was in a horrible earthquake, the big one of 1993 or 92, I believe it was, in Northridge in Los Angeles. I was there doing training for workshops where I was going to be a professional speaker going in to teach teachers. And we were in the big earthquake and the entire contents of the hotel where I was staying was all put under quarantine. I couldn't get my contact lenses. They had ushered us out in our pajamas and it was in the middle of the night and there I was stuck with nowhere to go except the other trainers and I, of course, were able to get in touch, even though we didn't have cell phones then, with the one who had hired us. And he came over and he was rich and picked us up in limos and took us to his big houses up where he wasn't really affected so much by the earthquake. And we stayed with them. Well, that was probably the most traumatic thing I had been involved in. And now we're worried about World War III, possibly. See, we have universal ways to watch and see and hear what is happening at the exact time it is happening. We got the aftermath of that with Vietnam and even with the earthquake, it wasn't as it was happening. But right now, we are seeing and hearing such awful reports of people literally being killed and taken out on stretchers and pregnant women and babies. And it's just unbelievable what can be happening right before our very eyes in the exact time it is happening. And I believe that this is the future, whatever length we have here on this earth, of what's going to happen in the years to come. I know that many of us in this time are so worried and so upset, and we don't have any idea how we are going to ever have world peace. And my friend, we may not. But there is a great scripture in John fourteen twenty seven that says, my peace 
I leave with you. I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. So let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Okay, God doesn't want us to fear, but how do we keep from that? I have a friend who's suffering a severe depression, and she sits and watches the news all day and fills her mind with more depression and all of this that is happening with the evil and the death. And even though at that time she has her mind taken off of her trouble and onto other troubles, it's being instilled in there so through the night when she can't sleep, she's not only worried about her own family and situations happening personally, but she's also now replaying these events that she's seeing on television. So while we may momentarily feel anxiety rise, some of us are living with this anxiety. And so I just want to give you something else to fill your mind with. You can look up John fourteen twenty seven that I just gave to you. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you, but let not your hearts be troubled neither let them be afraid. When you read that, don't just read it and skim over it and go to something else, but think about it. Let it dwell in you and even pray about it at that moment. You could say, God, you said you're going to give me your peace, but I don't feel it right now. I do not have peace, God, in my family or in this world. But you say your peace you give to me. And then you explain, God, it's not as the world gives. I'm not going to get any peace from this world. So, God, I am looking to you for peace. You say, do not let your heart be troubled, but I can't help it, God. You're going to have to change my heart. You said, don't let my heart be afraid. I can't help that either, God. I'm feeling fear. I'm feeling that I am afraid for my family and my friends and especially for those people overseas. And yet, God, you tell me to move on to something else that you've told me. So here you go, my friend. Here's another one, Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So in other words, what, did, what is it that you're fearing right now? Are you afraid that you're going to be bombed? Are you afraid that your loved ones will be sent to war? Tell God that. He says, I want to be the stronghold of your life. Picture my arms, he says, wrapped around you, shielding you like a mother holds her child. And in Matthew 6, 34, he says, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So don't start worrying about, well, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen next month? How are these people going to? You can't worry about those people unless you truly want to help them. You can send money to the missionaries that are going over there. You can contribute to such philanthropic places as the Salvation Army or the Red Cross or your own personal missionaries and your own church. And if they're going there, contribute to the food and the help and the hospitalization and helping people out. And you can pray, pray for what's happening there. When you seek 
God for answers and you pray for those people, you're taking your mind off of your own troubles and then you're still going to have them to pray for too. So you might as well practice in that prayer for yourself. And Romans 12, 12 says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. In other words, take your mind and your eyes off of that tribulation, off of those things that are happening, but start rejoicing. Say, God, thank you that I don't have to dwell on these things. Thank you that I can be hopeful. Thank you that I can be in prayer. Even for that pregnant woman half the million miles away from me around the world, I pray for her baby. I pray for her to have peace, and I pray that she may turn to you, God, also. Because in Psalm 34, 4, it says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from your troubles? No. What's happening around the world? No. It says he delivered me from my fears. My friend, whatever you're afraid to of today, I pray that as you pray to God, as you seek his scripture and his answers, you will see he will keep you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on him. Every time your mind starts to wander, take it right back. Wanders again? Yep. Take it right back. Start to think of the news? Take it right back. Worried about your family, your health, whatever you're going through? Get it right back on him and start thanking him, praising him. And when you do that, you can't have fear in the same breath that you're saying, thank you, God, I praise you, I worship you, I trust you. You can't fear him. So just do it all over again. And the more you do it, the more your mind starts to be renewed. And even science will tell you that all of those little membranes and those little strangulation things in your brain will be let go. And you can look that up if you want to, as you change your mind literally and become a person who is prayerful, positive, and powerful. And that's what I have to say about that. So what's happening in the world? Don't worry. Pray and watch your mind being renewed. I'm Dr. Pepper shaking the salt. Thank you, God, for shining your light. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.